0: Is the world sometimes just a little too loud with its mantras about going to make it happen and being a boss babe and a boss mom, or maybe just the roar of what success is supposed to be wears you out? Well, friend, I've got a controversial topic today, an unpopular opinion, perhaps. I can't wait to share it with you. So here we go. Are you an ambitious Christian woman who feels like you've had success yet something is still missing? Do you wonder if it's possible to be ambitious and let God lead at the same time because you think if it is to be, it's up to me? Does the hustle fuel your adrenaline but you want to ditch the overachievement and pursue success with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, emptiness mom, entrepreneur, and recovering overachiever who felt those same things. When I prayed for a better way to work, God responded with, let me drive. Then he led me to help women like you through my speaking, coaching, and writing. My mission is teaching you that success doesn't require buying into the world's frantic definition of hustle or into the so-called anti-hustle movement. Instead, you can meet me in the middle right here to redefine hustle as you pursue success with God as your CEO. Each week, we'll spend a focused 15 minutes connecting biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus. Does that sound like what you need today? Then let's go. You know, I've not found myself to be controversial in this podcast necessarily. I mean, this idea of redefining hustle, pursuing success God's way is countercultural, right? Perhaps not obviously among our Christian faith brothers and sisters, but certainly to do business God's way looks different to the outside world. But today I'm going to take a left turn and have a conversation about an unpopular opinion, perhaps. Sometimes they say, if you want to grow your audience or your listeners or what have you, that you got to stand up for some unpopular things. And um, I haven't done too much of that. But today I want to talk about something that really kind of makes me throw up in my mouth a little bit. And that's some of the mantras of the world around being women in business. Let me take you back to 2010 when I started my multi-level marketing or network marketing business. And I remember it was so empowering to say that I'm a business owner. I mean, after decades of corporate life, to step out and say, I own my own business was so empowering. I was so proud of that, right? And being that proud person, I brought it up every chance I could. And sometimes it sounded something like, well, now that I own my own business, I'm working this job just as I build my million dollar empire. I know, rolling my eyes, right? You probably are too, but you can probably think of some times that maybe you've been that way, or maybe you know people who have been that way. And some of the mantras that I remember hearing that I think are still permeating our world today were things like, find your tribe and love them hard. Hashtag boss babe, hashtag, hashtag boss mom, um, go make it happen. Run with the big dogs. If it is to be, it's up to me. And here's like, I just wonder a little question, like who are these big dogs that we're supposed to run with and who wants to be called the big dog anyway, Right. But because I was all in for rocking it to the top, to the top we go, I bought into these words. I bought into their sentiment. And even more than that, I bought into the approach to business that they suggest. And I did this for a long time on my journey. But let me tell you about how Jesus met me on the Berber carpet face down. You've heard me perhaps talk about my experience of sort of waking up one day and thinking, this is not what I thought success would be. That I had outward measurable success, but an inward emptiness. And you might be there right now with Jesus's invitation to lay my burdens on him and pick up salvation. Everything changed. As it says in 2 Corinthians Five seventeen, right? We know this. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation and old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So it changed everything about how I view business, how I do business. It changed my vocabulary. It was truly a fresh beginning. And I encourage you to go back and listen to episode 199 when I talked about the myth of leaning on our own understanding and one of the recent epiphanies that I had about how it's okay that I'm driven. It's how God uses that because Jesus has brought us into a saving relationship with him, right? Now, today, I told you that vocabulary has changed. Those words, boss babe," bugs me, boss mom bugs me, bugs me. I did a recent poll of my audience and in my Instagram stories, and I got two reactions to this. One was literally that um, that, like throw up emoji, right? (laughs) Which if you're on my email list, you saw that this morning in my email. Um, Another one said that one of their clients had trademarked The the phrase boss mom, Uh, okay. But I had a couple of people who were like, I think it sounds empowering. So I wanna address that from a biblical perspective today because I guess in some ways it can sound empowering, but let us get to the truth of how we are to glorify God and not ourselves in our businesses, in this mission, in the marketplace that he's given them. I realize this is an unpopular opinion, right? It is unpopular and countercultural for me to put down the world's roar of girl power and all of that. And we know as women, right, we've fought for our rights to have the right to vote, to have the right to have equal pay, right? All of those things. But let us not forget, as Christian women, that it's not about boasting of ourselves. It's about boasting of God. I know that as high-achieving, ambitious women, we're supposed to embrace being strong and being powerful and being the go-getters, right? But here's the thing. I believe that this noise is meant to distract us from the full surrender to Jesus and to distract us from focusing on what we can do in our own power, to distract us from his power and lean on our own power because it's countercultural to rely on him, right? And only let him define and direct us and to be obedient with our disciplined action. But here's the thing, friends. We are commissioned to go make disciples. We are commissioned as followers of Christ to be fully surrendered and obedient, right? We are told very clearly in Philippians 3.20 that we are In this world, but we are not to be of this world, that our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. This is what Dr. Charles Stanley says in his comment on Philippians 3.20. As believers, sometimes the way the world functions may seem strange and even unconscionable. And often we may be persecuted for our relationship with Jesus and the stand that we take for what is right. But do not be discouraged because we are not home yet. I remember when I gave my life to Christ and I was at an event with one of my leaders and she said to me, I just miss the old you, the old you that would just go make it happen. But again, I'm a new creation. That's not who I am anymore, right? So in this commission to follow Christ in our mission in the marketplace, And to release these worldly mantras, let me tell you what it says in Galatians and Ephesians. So I'm first going to go to Galatians 6, 14. And I love this because this is right after we talk about the armor of God. And by the way, I also have a series on the armor of God from 2022. I'll put those links down in the show notes. This is what this says. God forbid that I should boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. So this is Paul, right? And I mean, let's face it. Paul was just like us, completely changed by Jesus. We talk about that a lot on this podcast. But here's Paul saying like, yes, I've traveled. And yes, I've written all these letters. But I'm not boasting in my own strength. I am to boast only in the Lord. Dr. Charles Stanley says, when we take our eyes off the cross, we get into trouble because we place our confidence in things that do not endure eternally. I don't know about you, but have you had some shifting sands in your business? Have you had some moments where you went one way and it didn't work? Leaning on our own understanding, boasting in our own strength? Yeah, that is why these mantras bug me, okay? In Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, It's even more clear for by grace you have been saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast, lest anyone should boast. And again, this is what Dr. Charles Stanley says. If our salvation were dependent on our actions, if our success were dependent on our actions, if everything in our business were totally dependent on us, if we could be redeemed by doing this work and keeping the commandments and refraining from sin, we would always be in danger of losing it whenever we stumbled. We're human, right? If we're boasting and we're taking all of that glory and we're saying it was me and I went and did it because if it is it is to be, it's up to me. What happens when we fall? What happens when we fall? He goes on to say that. Our salvation magnifies the awesome love and grace of God alone, since he blesses us not because of our merit, but because of our goodness. Friend, the Lord did not give you your business, a vehicle for kingdom impact, a vehicle for crossing paths with people for whom you may be the only way they've experienced Jesus, a vehicle for our ultimate purpose to love people and make disciples. He didn't give you that because he thought you were a good person. Right? He didn't put you in this position. He didn't give you the awesome responsibility to serve people through a business so that you could raise your hands and proclaim glory for yourself. The prideful me before Christ, the prideful me before he met me face down was all about taking the credit. And it was all about buying into the world's mantras. But now... They just feel slimy to me, right? Now, listen, I want to be clear because some of you listening may have found me because I, I shared my podcast or I shared my Instagram uh, in the Boss Moms Facebook group. And you may be like, okay, hold on a second, Aaron. You're saying you don't like that word, but you're part of this group. Yes, I am. I didn't name the group. I didn't name the group, but I'm part of the group because It is a group of women lifting each other up. Do I agree with calling everybody boss mom, boss babe? No, I don't. But I have met some incredible women in this group, women for whom I'll be pouring into their own groups, women of faith, Christian women in business, right? Um, It is a place where I can continue to share the message of what redefining hustle means. So let me be very clear. There will be times that God clearly tells you not to be part of some groups. I have experienced that. And there will be times that God calls you to be part of some groups. Remember, as Christians walking out um, a spiritual journey in a human body, we are to interact both with believers and unbelievers. We are to interact and reflect Christ's light. I do not go to groups to condemn and judge and beat my Bible. That is not why I'm there. So no, I don't love the word boss moms. I actually, like I said, dislike it greatly. But that group is a place where I can reflect Christ's light. Now, if you are in the group and you feel I've infiltrated it, that's okay. It's okay. (laughs) But I just wonder if you ever feel this way about some of the world's mantras. I got a reply back to my email this morning, and um, she said, I loved this. Thank you for the affirmation and God wink this morning. Friends, I want to remind you that we are to be in the world, but not of the world. It's going to be uncomfortable. We will be looked at sideways. People will roll their eyes, but you just keep doing what God has given you to do being obedient to how he defines and directs you. And you put that into discipline and that develops you just like our four keys, right? And watch what he does. But if you feel like this is an unpopular opinion, that's okay. If you, if you don't wanna um, continue to listen, that's okay too. But the old things have passed and so you don't have to think that way anymore. You can let go of that. I am so glad that you're here with me I want to remind you that God made you ambitious, but he did not make you to do business the world's way. I hope you'll go to the show notes and download that four keys tool. Join me on my email list. And until next time, as always, I pray for and encourage you to tune out the world, tune into God's truth and turn up focus so that you can walk out in refining and growing this business that he's given you for Kingdom Impact. I'll see you on the next episode. Do you believe that God has a purpose for your business, but you're not sure how, or maybe you're a little afraid to actually let him lead? The right coaching that combines biblical truth and business principles with a personalized approach can help you break free from the overwhelm and overachievement that you're feeling so that you can walk out His assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. And that's what I do. Let's explore how I can help you tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to grow your business and impact. Schedule your 15-minute discovery call with me today at com slash discovery call or click the link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in to Redefining Hustle, pursuing success as a Christian woman this week. Pray this show brings you value as an ambitious woman in business. Remember to check the show notes for my free resources and other helpful links. If this episode spoke to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend or share it on social media and tag me. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to redefine hustle as you pursue success. So your business produces much fruit and impacts his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.